What's up, guys? We are here with the one and only Eddie Bravo. Welcome back to another episode of Get a Grip with K. With uh, that's a good that's a good title. Get, get a, a grip. grip. Get a grip. I had some help with that. That was oh, that, someone, was, that was, was not your idea. It was actually a fan suggestion. Okay. And okay. So it's it's good that you um uh it's tobacco, by the way. <laughs> Just in case there were any questions here. Also. You can see this is not my smoke. This is, this is, here we go. No, that's tobacco. We're just, we're, it's just tobacco. All right. We're here. It's Get a Grip with Kay. And we're with Eddie Bravo. And this has been an episode probably a, like a long time coming, but mostly for the reason that I've wanted to have you on for a long time, not because we've been scheduling for a very long time. So before, you don't even know what we do on this podcast. We do some fun things. Oh, no. And we've, we. I, I, no. We, no. <laughs> <laughs> we do some very fun things. So my first question before you even get to thinking about the rest of the goofy stuff that we're going to talk about in these comments, okay. right? Here, okay. Is what does it mean to you to have a grip on your life? Uh, to be able to navigate through anxiety and stress and somehow see the light at the end of the tunnel and keep pushing forward. I just fucking put one step in front of the other mm -hmm. and um, know that everything's gonna be all right. Mm. I like it. I like it. Thank get a grip. Get a Thank grip. You. No, that. And I'm it just, also means. It also means. No, it also means. Uh, get a good deep grip. Everybody <laughs> gonna put like this. We go like that. Choke like that. Exactly. You didn't. You didn't do the like the rotating in part of that. I'm, I'm so far removed from gi fighting that every now and then I go back and just the pants. I don't know. The, the pants have nothing to do with the problem of jujitsu. Pants weren't the problem. The mm -hmm. collar and the sleeves were the problem. The okay. pants weren't the problem. Okay. Um, collar and the sleeves the problem. You rely too much on the collar and the sleeve, uh, and that's great for gi. But when you go no gi. You're gonna have to do a whole new game. Yeah. If your whole game in the gi is, if if every sweep, if every pass, if every finish, if the first step is grab the collar nice and deep, no gi, that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So what are you gonna do now? So like Marcelo Garcia has said many, many, many times that when he trains with the gi, it's uh, beneficial, and not only for him but for everybody to train techniques and make your go-to techniques in the gi work no gi. Mm -hmm. Like basically do no gi mm -hmm. grips in the gi, and then when you go no gi, you're not lost. Yeah. There have been, there's, and people don't understand, we don't know the timeline of jiu-jitsu in the United States. I mean, the world used to be in Brazil, dog, in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the 90s, uh, your dad mm -hmm. and your mom, they were like white belts and blue belts in the 90s. It was yep. it was brand new. It was The worlds world. were in Brazil. Mm -hmm. It was totally different. Mm -hmm. And there was no no-gi. There was Abu Dhabi. We had Abu Dhabi. And what we learned in Abu Dhabi, like, damn, there's a lot of gi champions that shined no-gi. And there's a lot of gi champions that, nah, they just. There's a divide. They, yeah, yeah because, divide. and when you look at it, technically, when you look at it scientifically, you um, uh, uh, you you look at why, like why? 
the guys that didn't translate to Abu Dhabi and the, the Gi stars, there's a lot of Gi stars and a lot of Gi's made. There were so many, too many to name. So many amazing, unstoppable forces in the Gi. In the late 90s and the early 2000s, but they didn't translate over to ABCC. Mm -hmm. And when you look at their style, you see their style. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. These guys were heavy on the collar grips. The ones, right. the, the guys that were heavy on the collar grips, they didn't transition. This is science. Yeah. And you look at Jean-Jacques Machado, he didn't have any fingers on his left hand, so he couldn't grab the collar and this and the sleeve with his left hand. So he had to rely on overhooks and underhooks because mm -hmm. he didn't have any fingers. So when he went to Abu Dhabi, guess what? He just blew past everybody. The first year he did Abu Dhabi, he finished everybody. He's like, like what? Like all of us, like John Jonk is the master. Mm -hmm. And, and it's it because he didn't have hands, didn't have fingers. Exactly. I think he was training Rogi his whole life. Mm -hmm. Being born like that is a blessing in disguise. It is. is a There's fucking, a lot of those. He's a fucking assassin legend. I love it. And it's. It, and if he would have had those he fingers, he would have. Different. It would have been a different. He would have been. He would have been. He would have been great at jujitsu, regardless, because he was deep in the whole great family. Mm -hmm. He was deep. So regardless, he would have been really good at jujitsu. Mm -hmm. But would he have been as legendary in nogi as he is now? I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think. Yeah. I think it's because he is overhead game is insane. Very few jujitsu players have an overhead game because it's not necessary. You grab the sleeve, you don't yeah. need a fucking overhead. Yeah. Overhead's too hard, sleeve's right there. Like, why are you gonna yeah. do that? Sleeve's right there. But when you have no choice, you, gotta. you have to fucking have patience and strategy to get that fucking mm -hmm. overhead. Mm -hmm. And then because he had to go through that, he went no gi. His, yeah. watch all of Jean Jacques fights in Abu Dhabi. When he gets that overhook, they're fucking gone. Mm -hmm. And he was, he, nobody was sweeping people like John Jock. There was nobody sweeping, even today. Very few people sweep like John Jock. Mm -hmm. Nabu Dhabi, I love Because mm -hmm. his overhook game, that was his, he had, he was training no geese since he was five. Wow. With his left hand. And especially back then, that was just not, people didn't train that much no gi, like at all. There was, well, if you, not if they were it, good in the gi too, I mean. They weren't doing there was, both, there was a lot going on in Brazil, and initially we got this one sport, and then as time goes on, the truth comes out. Like, man, there's a, there's a complicated. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like the story initially. Everybody, grown ass men, this is the story. The story from Brazil was like, according to Horan Gracie, I love him for creating the UFC. Without Horan Gracie, we would not have the UFC. We wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for right. Horan Gracie, right? But um, regardless, that when, when we're talking about the history, which is different than the UFC, when we're talking about the history of jiu-jitsu, we thought, like, we thought, okay, there was a guy named Maeda from Japan. Mm -hmm. He showed Helio, uh, he showed Carlos Gracie. Now, this was Gastel Gracie, who was the father of Carlos and Helio. Gastel Gracie, he was in politics or something, and he befriended Maeda. And then this is the story that we, this is everybody, grown ass men knew the story. Maeda gave privates to Carlos Gracie. Mm -hmm. And then Carlos Gracie showed what he learned to Helio. Mm -hmm. And then Helio. Mm -hmm. That's the story. But now we're learning that, man, Maeda had this big ass school and a lot of people trained there. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of jujitsu schools. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Brazilians were doing jujitsu. Right. 
little and then we and then we're like wait a minute and there was another brother that was a george grace well, there were a lot of brothers first yeah. of all and, there but, were a but, lot but, of kids but they didn't mention they didn't no no later but in the beginning right there when it was carlos was the older brother right. he showed his younger brother helio mm -hmm. and helio became the warrior mm -hmm. and carlos became like the manager right but carlos learned it first right, right. and then he showed his younger brother and his younger brother right. he, he was right. the main teacher carlos was the manager. but they don't mention george grace yeah, yeah. That'll mention. Yeah. I never knew about George no, Gracie I ever. I don't know about George and Gracie. You don't know George no. Gracie was he was their brother, mm -hmm. and he was fighting with he was fighting along with Helio Proven Jiu Jitsu. But back then, according to Robert Dreisler, he wrote this book. I read it in the book. Back then, it's a lot the of way uh, UFCs were in circuses, yeah. so there'd be a circus, mm -hmm. traveling circus all over the world, yeah. and then they would have fights. Right. They would have like this dude. The so original like, Gracie challenge. I'll give you two dollars if you yeah. can beat me. Type yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, like Charles Riles. Right. Same right. shit he's doing on fucking Venice mm -hmm. Beach. Mm -hmm. They were doing that shit a, a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, so George Gracie, according to Robert. Drysdale and all the witnesses he's had in his book, Carlos and Hela decided to keep him out of the story because he was doing a lot of big fights. Yeah. Yeah. He drank a lot of partying. He sounds like a fun guy, to be honest. You know what I mean? Take a couple of fights, paid his rent, big yeah. fucking deal. The guy had kids. What are you going to do? That's Rock true. fakes every right. fight and everybody yeah. sucks yeah. his dick. Well, well, you know what I mean? Different world. No, yeah, but back then, he's making so well. The little pro wrestling, they invented pro Maybe George Basie invented pro wrestling. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But when you find out there was another brother back then, you're like, what? That was pretty crazy. And he fought a lot. And they just kind of wrote him out of history. That's interesting to me. That is interesting. I'm like, damn. Okay, see, I'm more nerdy jits. Because we're gonna get into more of this. I hate you, just. But today, 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 more about you and I, what we're gonna do today is I'm gonna ask you a very specific question. Hey, I'm like, no, God. this is better. What is she gonna ask? No, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. I promise. But because I don't do, I usually don't do a long intro, and the reason why is because people can go on your BJ Heroes and look. You have a, I'm assuming people can make them take it down. Yeah. BJ Heroes. What is that? God, is that the stop. European one? No. Did you hear this is the European one? It's the, I don't know, it's like the Wikipedia business that okay. has all of your information. What do they say? I don't have even looked at yours because, here, well, you'll see why. So it's O and look, 1 is a black belt. People book. can look, Google you and no, look no, at your no, record I'm, and stuff. I'm o, O and 1 is okay. a black belt. O, O and 1. That's the worst black belt record ever. But what we need to know is I want to know your seven minute, you don't have to time it, but don't worry, I'll stop if you go too long. Seven version million. of your life story. God, yeah, tell me your life time. story. Tell me my story because the biggest question that people had for me when I put out the question about this was like, how did Tenth Planet even start? And they hear you tell these stories. You just told me this crazy thing about George Grace that I've never heard before. But then they're like, Who's this dude, like, tell me more about you. There's a lot so of sirens going on. Can you guys hear the sirens? Yeah, we're in we're downtown, downtown LA. LA. There's some stuff going on here. Bring your gun. <laughs> if you if you have your you know if you're allowed. Bring your gun, dog. The end of the world is here. Oh, it's, it's ending, dog. Oh, this, is, this may be the last BJJ interview ever. 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 Well, yeah. you better get your story out there now. Tell me your quick version. Little, like, what, what was the, highlights. What's the question? Quick version of your life story. Quick version. Uh, I wanted to be a rock star or a football player. 
once I realized uh, you know, uh, Santa Ana and Orange County. Where all the oh, you've been right here. Oh, wow. I was born in L.A., right down the street. This motherfucker, Mikey, lives right across the street from oh, that, where I was born in this That's apartment crazy. on Hoover and Olympic. I was born in, the, I might, we might have been born in the same hospital. I was born in the Santa Ana. I was um, born in East, in L.A., East no, L.A. Just kidding. And the East L.A. Hospital, wherever that is, but I lived on Hoover. Okay. And my dad was married. He had five kids. My mom uh, and him got together. He was trying to divorce mm -hmm. his wife and then he had my mom uh, he got her he got her pregnant mm -hmm. she had a son from that's why i get my last name her first got husband Alfonso bravo okay. had a son he beat the, he beat the shit up right before she started dating my dad he was trying to get out of his marriage he had five kids soap opera and you're in l.a soap opera yeah we're in yeah. l.a he got an apartment. He's trying to divorce her. Yeah. It's not happening. My mom takes on three. She goes back to Santa Ana Orange County. Wow. Back to my grandma's house. So now she got two sons from yeah. two different dads. And um, my grandma's and shit. And I wanted to be a football player mm -hmm. or um, a rock star. A rock star. Okay. Uh, on stage, when I do comedy, I tell people that I wanted to be a gynecologist. Oh. You know what I mean? Just, just to be funny. It's, yeah, it's, it's just to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And I, I talk it. about how, like, how is that? not the number, how, how are people, like, kids, like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a fireman. <laughs> how is gynecologist not in that? It's kind of crazy, actually. And I always have that question when I go to my own appointments, like, how did men get here? And yes. then they're married and, like, there's just, I have a lot of. It's one yes. thing to have the desire. But then, the you, you know what? You know, the painstaking process of going to the school. But, you no, 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 the reason why men aren't as into being gynecologists as you might think mm -hmm. is because after you get through with medical school and you graduate mm -hmm. and get your, your PhD or whatever mm -hmm, the fuck you mm -hmm. your doc, you gotta you can't just go right into gynecology. You have to spend eight years as an intern in proctology for men. So that oh, so in order to get to gynecology, there. you gotta yeah, you gotta look at there's you, a, you, your your, uh, your schedule is gonna be packed Monday yeah. through Friday, mm -hmm. eight a.m. to five p.m. Looking yeah. at man's asses. So it's, there's a bit of a roadblock. No, so yeah, yeah. like uh, not very many people are willing to go. If there wasn't that, there would be, everybody would be a gynecologist. Everybody going to gynecology yeah. school. But you have to go, you have to pay your dues. And by pay your dues, you have to you have to look for polyps a lot of men. and disgusting mm. old men's assholes for eight years. That's mm. why there's hardly no men gynecology. And then you earn the gynecology at the end. Okay, I'm, but hold on. You didn't want to be a gynecologist, though, for no, real. You no. wanted to be a rock that's star a, that's a joke. That's or a, joke. a football player. Yes, yes. And then what happened? Um, I realized we got some we got some bumpers on this bowling alley. Don't you worry. We're gonna when you're when you when you're nine, everybody's the same size. Yeah. Everyone's the same speed. So <laughs> what happens uh, when you play when you're nine and you play pop Warner football or or a junior All American little it's football? It's deceiving. It's deceiving because yeah. I was playing fucking middle linebacker yeah. and defensive end. <laughs> I was playing defensive end, so I was already shit. like, I'm like, I got the game ball on yeah. the uh -huh. I'm like. Uh -huh. I, I was so confident that I was going to be a football player when when the rival to the NFL, USFL, it just came out again. But the first time it came out was like 1981 or 82. Yeah. I, I remember a friend of mine saying, hey, would you play for the USFL? Because mm -hmm. like, I was all about NFL. Yeah. And I go, and when I told myself, whoever pays me the most money, 
Who's ever paying me the most, I'm down. That's how confident I was. I'm like, I'm going to go where the money's at. I'm 11 years old. Mm -hmm. Telling people, like, I don't give a fuck. I'll play you a football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they pay me. Highest contract. Yeah. Yeah. Football's football, dog. So then what happened? You and turned then, 15. And then uh, I went to junior high school. Uh-huh. In junior high school, now there's no pop Pe- People get big. People hitting puberty. Mm-hmm. And now it's flag from 6th, 7th, and 8th. You go tackle as an eight, nine, ten-year-old, mm-hmm. and then you go to junior high and you're playing flag football. Oh yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth. The the pads don't come back to high school. Okay. So now I'm in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I'm going to be a football player. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I play. We play football on the street with yeah. all the Mexican. You're kids the guy. You're the man. They know you're I got the hands. They know mm-hmm. I got moves. Dog. Yeah. I don't have yeah. straightaway speed. I knew that even even back then. I knew I didn't have. Tremendous straightaway speed, but I didn't know how slow I was <laughs> until sixth grade tryouts for flag football. Oh, no. I ran the 40 in bands, like the blue bands. You know the most basic events? Yes. The blue ones? Just yes. the blue ones. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're, not even the black. It's like, not the even original. the original. Just the okay. original blue okay. ones. I ran my 40 in those. And I'm so surprised. Okay. What, they what time? cut me like right. They go, this guy, God, they cut me Stop. right there. And you were the big man in fifth grade. Now, then, I'm, now I'm in wow. sixth. Now I'm in sixth grade. Going, how am I? Do you know what your forty time it? was? It must have been like nine three. Oh my god! Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, you yeah. were a little legs put your sixth grader. I had moves because I could fake people out. Uh huh. But and I had hands and I was like, like I could like when I'm when putting together a team. I'm the quarterback. I'm not yeah, the yeah. most important. Like, I'm not the best thrower, the best passer. I don't have the strong zone. But I'm pretty good at organizing yeah, yeah, a team yeah. and You're trying to figure it out. Yes. Okay. So I played quarterback, but I wasn't necessarily the best quarterback. And I wasn't that fat. But I could yeah. I could take people out, though. Right. I got moves. Yeah. I had moves. But it Black to people die. said, you got moves, dog. You sh-. Black people said that shit. They go, damn, <laughs> you got moves. And but then it hit puberty, and it started to die. Yeah, so sixth grade, they cut me. And okay. then the way I uh, um, digested that or um, accepted mm. that was like, these motherfuckers playing flag football, uh-huh. pussies. They don't know. Pussies. Wait till we get to ninth grade, dog. Yeah, yeah. Wait till we get to ninth grade. So what happened in ninth grade? So, well, uh, sixth grade, uh-huh. I got into a lot of trouble because I, uh, it was uh, like all Mexican, all black school, and you had to claim a gang. Mm. Even though you weren't a gang, you had to claim a gang. Yeah. On your peachy folder, you got to yeah. you gotta write middle side or up troop. That's okay. it. Because they were allies. You, you got to claim it. Mm-hmm. And then you got to dress like a gangbanger. But like my brother dressed like a gangbanger, but at home we were rockers. Yeah. 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 Like classic rock and metal. Mm-hmm. And but he's like, dude, just fucking dress. You got to do and it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking do it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. So I'd show up to, to junior high and like o- Ocean Pacific, OP, lightning bolt shorts. Like, surf, like back then, rockers and metalheads were like, Surfers. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a, surfers were in there. The was a mix. Rock. Okay. Yeah, so we were ocean Pacific, right. and I was the Mexican in sixth grade that uh, wished he was white. Got it. So got I got it. a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. But I also had ants. I had. Dude, I'm Mexican as fuck. My <laughs> grandma and my mom were having kids at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's not. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I, Is that I, crazy? I, the I white up, people. I, I went to high school in Riverside. But so for white people, it ain't that cra- it's crazy. It's right? crazy for white people, but my, my middle school is 96% Hispanic. 
Yeah, so the moms and yeah, the, their daughters I'm were having babies together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma had, had 10 kids. My mom was one of 10 kids. Yeah. So um, I had a couple of aunts that were, I, I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I had an aunt seventh and an aunt eighth. Okay. Wow. I had an aunt seventh yeah, yeah, and yeah. aunt eighth. Yeah, yeah. And they were really popular. Okay. Oh. And they they played the game. They dressed like little cholas, <laughs> but they weren't cholas. But they went, but you got to do it. You, gotta, you, you it. just got to, it's, like, it's like fashion. That, ne- that life never really ends. You just got to just pretend you're part of it and they're going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Okay. And they, they were popular and they were beautiful and every girl wanted to hang out with them. They were like popular. Mm-hmm. So that's how I survived. So that helped. Because they, yeah. everyone wanted to fuck me up because yeah. I, like, I'm the Mexican that wouldn't claim a gang. Yeah. But because that's Allison Patty's they nephew. They had your back. Yeah. Allison Patty's nephew. Okay. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay. And then I started dating a seven-year-old. A seven, seven year old. Edit that out. I started dating a seventh grade, yeah, which is yeah, just yeah. as bad, really. Yeah. It's just as bad. Seventh grade, what is that, 12? Yeah. But I started, but as a sixth grader, I started dating a seventh grader. Yeah, yeah. And that's unheard of. Right. That never right. happened. No right. seventh grade girl's going to go out no. with a sixth grade ever. Never. That doesn't happen. No, never. Never. I wouldn't. But never. because I had aunts that were popular, there was this boost. girl, Sabrina, little mm. Filipino girl. Okay. And she was like, okay. So <laughs> all of a sudden, we were at a fucking, at the school dance in sixth grade. Everybody hates me. But Sabrina's like nice to me. Uh-huh. And then we started dancing. You know, you dance on your hands and the hips. And mm-hmm. at sixth grade dance, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then we go out outside on the side of the PE building and we're making out. She's sticking her tongue in wow. my mouth. I'm like, what Sabrina. the? Like, what? like Sabrina just crushing. So now everybody hates me more. Now I'm dating a seventh grader. Yeah, that little jealous. And yes, yeah, but I fucked up. What'd you do? I fell in love with a sixth grader. <gasps> no, Margaret, Margaret. Margaret. She was in my in Margaret. my English class, oh, no. and I just fell in love with her. So I broke up with Sabrina oh, to be with Margaret, okay. and we only went out for like a week, oh. but. I thought Margaret was the like the truth. She was the yeah, the yeah. Light and the and truth. then Sabrina, oh, Sabrina Green, she oh. greened at me. She was so devastated. Oh yeah. yeah. And everybody wanted to kill me. I was they were just like my aunts were just holding the damn back. Mm-hmm. But once I broke up with Sabrina, it was over. I got greenlit. So I got taken on the side of the the school building. Mm-hmm. And they were about to fuck me. I started crying and shit. Mm-hmm. I just started, mm-hmm. like I was just I was a I've been I'm a I'm still a pussy. I've been yeah. a pussy my whole life. I ain't trying to fight. I did jujitsu because it's fun. Yeah, I, I'm not like this fucking right, badass right. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just start crying. I cried my way out of like a lot of shit. Yeah, I cried my my way out of like uh, when I was 17 out of a, a DUI. I cried my nice. way out. Nice. And they, it worked. I've done. And that. I drove away like. <laughs> 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 you know. Oh my god, my mom is gonna kill me. Oh my god. So like I cried myself out a lot of oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all these guys are gonna fuck me up. Yeah. Sabrina greenlit me, they were gonna fuck me up. And I started crying. crying. Uh-huh. And they felt so sorry for me. They stopped? They're like, you know what, fuck this guy. And they left. That's impressive that those I'm like, left. Whoo! It yeah. worked. Yeah, and then I was yeah. like, I gotta get the fuck out of this mm-hmm. school. So I'm like, I gotta go to this white school mm-hmm. on the the almost in Tustin. 
It's oh, like, wow. It's like San, the edge of Santa Ana, Tesco, Willard, Willard Intermediate. Because I was at Spurgeon. Spurgeon was all just Mexican and black, yeah. and they wanted to kill me. So my aunt lived in Willard District. So in the seventh, so I left sixth grade. Okay. They cut me from the football team. Mm-hmm. People wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. I'm out, Audi 5,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to kill me. Wow. So now I'm this total I have, a, I have new... almost the same story, but I'm going to tell it to you every time. But literally in <laughs> my sixth, sixth grade, I got bullied yeah. out of my, yeah. I, no, I got gonna, bullied out of my sixth grade. I got grade. bullied out of my sixth grade too. So I found, now we're going to talk about it. So I anyway, heard, you left the school. What I heard happened? Willard had a lot of white people. Okay. And, and he thought you'd fit in with your surf I go, clothes. Yeah, because I had yeah. surf clothes. Yeah. And I go to I had to go to 32nd Street, Newport Beach. That's right. where I'm 12, 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just there like two, three months ago. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, this is where this is we home. took the bus yeah. from Santa Ana. That's crazy. All the way down Bristol in the coast of Mesa. Wow. And 32nd Street to drop you off right on Newport. Yeah, that's crazy. I lived. That's my, that was my spot. I go, this is for yeah, me. Yeah. And I would look at all the white people, all the white kids with their mm-hmm. full-length wetsuits. And I'm like... One day, I'm, one, I'm gonna be one. One of day, them. there's no way I was gonna get no full length wetsuit. <laughs> there's no way I was gonna get a full length wetsuit. But me and my brother, we just look at these white kids all rich. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, Moray Boogie was the good boogie board because we boogie board. Aussie was the shitty one that they sold at Kmart, and it was orange, orange on the top and white on the bottom. So everybody knew when you're walking to the beach, uh-huh. and you know that orange Aussie. Yeah, they knew you were poor. Okay. <laughs> they knew, okay. But we couldn't afford the Moray Boogie. Right. That's seventy dollars. It's crazy. Aussie's nineteen dollars. Wait, so hold on. Tell me how you went to Rockstar, because we got a we we got. How did you get out of football? Okay. You went to the high school. Okay. This what happened what I, then? This what happened. So. So I'm gonna need now, like four now, more hours to finish this. Story. No, no, we're good. We're no. good. So I'll, I'll, oh, I'm like well, seventh grade. Now, sure. now I'm in seventh grade okay. at a new school. Okay. Now I'm a total loner. Yes. Nobody knows me because right. everybody made their clicks in sixth grade. Right. Everybody yeah. got there. So yeah, now, so now I'm in seventh grade. And you're alone. And the worst fucking thing is lunch and recess. Yeah. Because no, all I needed was one dude to sit next to me mm-hmm. and talk, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting there and you have no fucking body, mm-hmm. I'd rather get beat up. I'm like, damn, maybe I should have oh. stayed at that other school because oh. it was worse to yeah. be a loner. But I had one friend that I knew from first oh. grade, Lee Mays. He was a rocker. He had long hair already. Oh. He spiked this. He was already like a metalhead, but he never came to school. I knew him, and when he did, I, anytime he come to school, I'm like, I'm good today. Yeah. So we'd be at lunch. We'd be sitting down. I don't know. I didn't give a fuck what he had to say. I'm yeah, like, yeah, as long yeah. as I'm talking with to someone, someone. Yeah. I'm with someone and I'm talking to someone. Right. I'm like, who? And then at second period, every day at second, do you, you see who didn't make it? Because yeah, yeah. So every day at second period, I go to him. Like, fuck, he didn't show up. God damn it, you fucking piece of shit. You left me alone. You piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you doing? You got to come to school, dog. Got to get a job. <laughs> right. Right. So when he wasn't there. For lunch, mm-hmm. I would be in line. I would always be in line for the bathroom. I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to the bathroom, I'd sit in that just fucking shit stall. And I would just be, I would stay there as long as well, I could. Well, this was before Instagram. It's not like you were scrolling yeah. on your phone. No, I'm just, I'm like, I'm thinking of shit, dog. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of shit. You cannot prove I'm not thinking of shit. <laughs> so I would just stay in the bathroom because it was too embarrassing to be outside. Everyone's having fun and talk. And I'm by myself. I'm like, fuck. I go from being like, um, infamously like too overly popular as a sixth grader 
where people wanted to kill me yeah. and then a seventh grader dated mm-hmm. me and that's like all this drama. Mm-hmm. Margaret fucked me up. Yeah. So now nobody knows, nobody, like I have one friend and he's barely there. Yeah. He's but Lime's mm. fucking rocker. He would show up, he has the hair all right. I'm like, fuck, God, my only friend. And then that every school, every junior high has one girl that's uh, developed her breasts uh, before everyone else. Every junior high has yeah. one girl who has it's, double Ds, and then a, and then two girls that have Cs, and then everybody got As. Everybody got As. I've seen this. But in junior yeah. high, there's always one girl. Maybe it was the milk she drank that had a lot of hormones in those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Angel, Angel was her name. Angel Babe. I'll never forget Angel Babe. She was Mexican. You but super, all the Mexicans at the school were super whitewashed. It was like Mexicans with money, and they were yeah. so mod. They were yeah, Mexican, yeah. but they were, they were like mod and like, yeah. like goth and emo looking uh-huh. and shit. And, and uh, all the Mexicans were all super whitewashed. Mm-hmm. It was a whitewashed school. And one cholo. We had one cholo, and it was crazy. Like, yeah, who yeah. is that guy? But at the other school, everybody was cholo. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it was weird. Like, fuck, should I just go back to that fucking school? And then. Um, we're talking about Angel. Angel Babe. But we're, oh, but, oh, so this is what happened with yeah. Angel. So the school badass was named Donovan Malga, half white, half Samoan. Okay. Oh. Half white, oh. football star. Oh. And now I tried out for the football team. Okay. I tried, yeah. get, I tried for the football team. Come to that way. Uh, but I, t- I told all my friends back at home in my neighborhood because they, they I told them that I made <laughs> that the team. Made I yeah. made it, yeah. but they kicked me off because I, I made the team as a second string quarterback. I didn't want to get too crazy. Uh-huh, yeah. I, yeah, I made You're it as a, a second string. But I got kicked off because I started a fight. So they kicked me off and all my friends yeah. back home because they didn't go. To, I was the only one who went to that school. Yeah. No, yeah. None of my friends went. They all went to the other school. I, I separated. So I, I, I held oh. on to that I, I couldn't That's I cool. couldn't tell him I got cut again. Yeah. Because I talk so much shit about being a football right, player. Right, right, right. I'm like, there's no way. And I go, wait till ninth grade. Wait till ninth grade. Yeah. I'm gonna show them when I'm in high school when you mm-hmm. put the helmets on. Mm-hmm. Fucking pussy ass flag football. Come on, dog. So wait, so is that when you decided to be a rock star? So, so how did, so how did the, the rock starness happen? It's coming. It's All coming. right, I'm ready. So uh uh the the football star, Donovan Mauga, he liked Angel Bay. He wanted it. He was the star. He Got was it. like the he was like the Van Wilder. Of yeah, okay. He was the star. Got it. Super athletic. He was seventh grade already. Yoke looking like looking like Ethan Kralistan. <laughs> in seventh in seventh grade. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ethan just got the biggest compliment of his life. Yeah, but this guy was in seventh yeah. grade. Yeah, half Samoan, half white. Fuck. He was just all whitewashing. He got half Samoan, but he was just like all. Like Durant, Durant, yeah, yeah. Shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um most popular guy in the school. Everybody mm-hmm. you feared him or you they're just like, you don't fuck with Donovan Mouth. Yeah. Now he's 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 uh, making moves on Angel Bay. Got it. But Lee Mays, my only friend, mm-hmm. is also making moves on Angel oh, Bay. No. So all of a sudden, one day at recess, Donovan Mauga shows up. I'm sitting there with Lee Mays. And they start talking shit about Angel Babe. They get in a fight. And I swear to God, the first time I ever seen a mount with like, like yeah. me down from the mount, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Right. I thought fighting was on the feet. But I was like, dude, Donovan Mountain sat on his chest. 
I've been telling the story before jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I go, he was sitting on his chest <laughs> and just beating, dropping bombs, dropping bombs. Yeah. This, and I was such a big pussy. I was just standing there frozen, watching, yeah. watching going, yeah. fuck. Fuck. So who won? Lee has got his ass pummeled. Oh, this is Donovan Wilder. Yeah. Simone. A little you don't can't fuck with Simone's dog. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you like Duran Duran, he still did. He was, he just, and then I was like, oh my God. And I waited after school. Mm-hmm. They finally released him. His mom, Lee May's mom came to school. Oh. He comes out, he had shades on, big shades on. But you could, you know when boxers get fucked up? Yeah. And they wear shades, but you could still see that their eyes all are around. all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. And I'm like talking to where I'm from in school. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. He goes, I'm getting transferred to another school. My mom wants me to go to another school. And I'm like, no! No! <laughs> what the fuck? We can make this work. What are you doing? He goes, no, I got to go tonight. I go, no, no, come on, man. We can fucking work this out. Don't leave me. Don't fucking yeah, leave me. So and he left me. He left me. And then I, then I go back to fucking being in the fucking, in the, in oh, the wow. shitter, yep. trying to kill time. During class, I didn't give a fuck. We're all sitting like, no, like during class, there's no press. It's just lunch yeah. and fucking recess. Mm-hmm. Nutrition, they call it. We ate potato chips and cookies. And then and then there was this girl on the cold. She was in my I took drama because I was always trying to take the easiest classes. Mm-hmm. I had a drama. And now I'm, I'm like I'm talking to Nicole, little cheerleader girl, mm-hmm. and, and we're like falling in love. And Ooh. I remember we we're like in a big circle and we're all this holding hands. Seventh grade? Seventh grade. Okay. And, and I'm like hi, I'm a lo- the biggest loner. Oh. The biggest I Donovan beat up my best friend. Nobody yeah. even knew who I was there. No one even knew I was yeah. there. That I totally invisible. Right. Right. So now I'm falling in love with Nicole. Like she was a cheerleader, but I'm like, she's pretty and yeah. liking me. And I remember we're holding hands and her hands were sweating. And I'm like, oh. oh my God. But then we started, you know, I'd walk her home and then yeah. she became my girlfriend. But what I didn't know that in the sixth grade, she used to go out with Donovan Malcolm. When I found oh, that out. Oh, no. And nobody knew we were, we were dating. Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. It was like a secret. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. You were dating Malcolm? Donovan Malcolm? Oh. What the fuck? <sighs> and, then he fa- and then he found out. And it's a year later. So I yeah. thought like, oh, he doesn't care. It's fine. He likes Angel Babe. He just yeah. beat my friend up because For he Angel likes Babe. Angel. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so he's fine. But then people started coming. Greg Ailes. You out there, Greg Ailes? <laughs> there's some sh- I don't remember everything, but there's certain shit I'll never forget. When, when, when Greg Ailes came up, he goes, oh my When God. everybody found out I was dating Nicole Anaya, oh, when no. they found out cheerleader, she was hot. Yeah, Mexican yeah. as fuck. Mother and father, Mexican as fuck. They didn't know a lick of Spanish. There were whitewashed oh, Mexicans. Wow. And she was a whitewashed Mexican, but she yeah. was Mexican as fuck. Yeah. But you like in Tustin, they're all mm-hmm. white. And I fell in love. And then once everyone found out, Donovan was furious. Mm-hmm. It lowered his value. Mm-hmm. 
that the biggest that loner, the biggest going, loser yeah, of the school yeah. is now dating his ex, mm-hmm. even though he's interested in Angel Babe, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill Nina. I got and it. people were coming up to the two times. He's waiting for the right time to fuck him. And oh, I was God. so terrified. Yeah. Uh, my English teacher made us write a letter to ourselves that she was going to send to us when we graduated mm-hmm. high school. We're in seventh grade. And then you get to, you know, you yeah. get to read a letter to yourself of what was going on in seventh grade. Right. And I got that letter. I'm like, I'm just waiting for the day Donovan's gonna mm, fucking kill me. Yeah. And I would walk her to class. I'm like, I'm walking. And then I just became open about it. We'd hold yeah, hands yeah. and we're walking to class. I'm like, fuck it. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm like, I just felt like anytime someone says, I'm just gonna feel like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Poof, like moment. a big, yeah. like I was just like, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I walk her to class, hold her. I would carry her books and I did all that shit. I'm like, what? And he made me wait. He made me fucking wait. Oh. And then, Finally, one day I walk, I'm in the bathroom taking a leak. And then I start combing my turn around and I'm looking at the mirror. It's like a diagonal. Oh, mirror. yeah, and, yeah. And I'm combing my hair because everyone had like a comb mm-hmm. there. And then Donovan and Jaime walk in his best friend. They walk in as I'm combing my hair and as I'm leaving. And I walk out, they're walking in and I'm walking out. I'm like, <gasps> oh, no. I walked out and then I thought, you know what? Get this done. This is perfect. No witnesses. Yeah, yeah. I get fucked up. There's nobody in the bathroom. Yeah. I went back in the bathroom. Started combing my hair Stop. again. I go, let's get this over. Oh, with, my God. You know, let's end the, the yeah, terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at them. I could see them taking a piss. I see their backs. And like Donovan, like Donovan's right here. And Jaime's, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we need, and he's, uh, Jaime's, he goes, get him, get him, get him. And then, and then uh, Donovan's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm combing my hair, watching them. And they're arguing. As oh, they my God. They go, shut the Shut the fuck up. And then I'm just calming. Uh-huh. They're about to fucking, yeah. they're about to like hammer really fist me you. in the back of the mm-hmm. neck or something. Mm-hmm. And they walk out of the bathroom. When wow. I come around, they left. And then I found out Angel saved my life. <gasps> really? She, she found out that he wanted to kill me. Because why you want to kill him? Mm-hmm. I thought you liked me. You still like Nicole? Uh, you still like Nicole? Smart girl. Because you fuck him up, mm-hmm. we're done. And then they smart. became boyfriend and girlfriend. And they were like, and they became a, a, a powerful, and, and then in, in the eighth they were grade, the, the next couple. year, too, yeah. it was Donovan and Angel Bay. They were like, wow. the, they like ruled the school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and saved your life. Yeah. And, and then me and Nicole were accepted. We went out for like two years. Wow. Like, that was okay. my girlfriend. We, yeah. we were accepted. We were like a couple, too. Uh-huh. And then Donovan accepted me. Then in eighth grade, everyone accepted me. I wasn't like, you know, like. Uh, Sorry to I was, just Everybody was cool. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're cool. Happy little family. Yeah. All right, I like it. Okay, and then I get into okay, and then, okay, okay. You better go quick because I got some. I got some hot shot questions for you. Okay. You better so go. Now, so I'm now, ready. finally get into I'm football. Ready. Okay, with the pads. Yeah, because in eighth grade again, I tried out and I got cut, and it was like, okay, fuck it. Okay. So in, in ninth grade, we put on the, the helmet and the pads, but no one gets cut. Oh. Nobody gets cut. They just keep everyone. They keep everybody. Okay. They need as many bodies as possible. I don't got cut it. nobody. Got it. So I didn't get cut. Uh, I made the team, but I yeah. never played. I was uh, too slow. Yeah. They never played me. They never played me. I was too slow. And I, we had an amazing team. We had like the best freshman football team of all time. Every game was 55 nothing, 65 nothing, 85 nothing. Wow. We crushed everybody. And I was like backup wide receiver to a guy they never pulled out, Royal Wilbon. He was already a grown man. He could have played in the NFL right there. <laughs> and I backed him up. They never pulled him out. Every time he touched the ball, they couldn't catch him. Yeah. 
So that was that was then I realized it was the last. It wasn't game. happening for you. The, yeah, the last game of the season, we crushed them. The last game of the season is halftime, and the coach said, "Listen, it's a forty-five nothing. We're gonna let all the scrubs play." We're gonna start. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm finally gonna yeah, play. yeah, yeah, finally, I'm gonna yeah. Show them. Now's the time. Now, opening kickoff, kick it off. I'm on the fucking kickoff. Everybody's yeah, yeah, playing. Yeah. I'm playing every play. Yeah. So we, the guy catches the ball, he gets clipped in his feet, and then he reaches back and his elbow pops out. Stop. So he's laying on the field. This is the opening kickoff for the oh second the second half. Yeah. And then he, they they call the ambulance. And by the time the ambulance got there, the team forfeited. Stop. Oh my God. So I didn't get to play. I played it's one tragic. play. Yeah. So then tragic. right there I go, okay, I'm gonna be a rock star. Yeah. And, then <laughs> and then the rest is history. That's it. And then jujitsu, and we're and we're here. Yeah. And now we're in downtown LA. Yeah. All right. Perfect. We're gonna we'll do a second part of the story at some point because I, I feel like you got a lot more details for me. Hey, I gave you the good one. I, I gave you the Donovan Malga story. I am impressed that you remember all those names. Honestly. Um, again, there's certain, certain things names. I'll never forget. Yeah. Never yeah. Forget. Yeah. I don't remember anybody's name in class. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they try to bully you out. No, unless they train every night. If you train every night, I know your name. Yeah. I know your social security. I know your fucking life. You've done some research. I know your kids. Though. You know what I mean? Yep. I know everything about you. You train like every it. night. But if like you train it. once every two weeks, no, I might not I might not remember your name. Yeah, no, I guess. That's yeah. fair. All right, you ready? These are gonna be some some rapid fire. Oh shit. I know, I know. It's gonna be challenging, but okay. you can do it. I believe in you. Okay. You ready? All right. What's something you have changed your opinion on BJJ over time? That uh, leg locks will get you killed in MMA. Mm, okay. There's some leg locks that will save you in MMA. Yeah, yeah. People think leg lock, you're going to get beat up. No, there's some leg locks where you go to leg lock because you'll be getting beat right. up. Right, like, right. like if you're getting, like if a guy is, is horse dance and you're on your back and he's horse dance and he's throwing down and uh -huh. he's horse dancing, you might want to throw up a knee bar. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. knee bar will save your face. Then now they can't hit you. Got if you're right there, I can hit you. But if you're a knee bar, you're facing away. Yeah. So I've, you know, you see it in MMA fights. I've seen it. It was like mm -hmm. the the fight that uh, comes to mind is it was in the Ultimate Fighter. I'm assuming, I forget his name, but he was against the fans on his back, and a guy with horse stance. He was standing and just dropping bombs, and he just he just Went jumped on a knee bar. bar and then knocked him down, and they rolled, and then he got up and took his back and choked the guy. Okay. So I learned uh, leg locks aren't as um, dangerous for MMA as, as once thought. thought. Okay, perfect. I love it. Yeah. Ricardo Amendolia asked, what was Comprito saying to Leo Vieira at Abu Dhabi in Brazil before their match? I don't speak Portuguese, <laughs> but uh, he was giving him some kind of, because you got to remember, Leo Vieira, at that point, all he knew about me is I just tapped Hoyler. Uh-huh. I tapped out Gustavo Dantas in the first round. Mm -hmm. I won the uh, the trials, and I was the most technical fighter of the night. Mm -hmm. He himself says in a magazine that uh, after he saw me in the trials, the trials were October 2002, and then uh, Abu Dhabi and Sao Paulo was mm -hmm. May 2003. So there was like six months, seven months, eight, seven months of, he said he was concerned about me mm. and my style. Mm -hmm. And that he had his students emulate my style, Lucas Schlett. It's coincidence uh -huh. he plays my style. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bouchesha. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're playing quarter guard with the underhook. How come you guys are playing that? No one else yeah. is playing that. Because Leo Vieira had them emulate my game. I like. Okay. And that's what he said. That's what he said. It. No, I love it. That's what he said.
And those guys are playing my quarter guard game if you I know the it. game? Yeah. Lucas played Mark and Bouchesha play a very unique game. They yeah. don't play like regular or something. Right. They play quarter guard, they call coyote guard now, with the yeah, underhook. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, so Leo Vieira was studying my game. He figured me out, that's why he fucked me up. Leo yeah. Vieira fucked me up because he realized that I invite everybody to my good side and everyone takes the invite because it, with the invite, there's no shield. Right. I'm coming this way and I don't want to do a shield. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. just go corner. Yeah. And they go, fuck that! Yeah, I don't yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody does that. The only ones who realize that that's a trick, mm -hmm. like Jean Jacques will never go to my face. Right. Yeah, always, the all side. the guys that beat me, they always put me on the other side. side. Yeah. Like, no, no shield! Go <laughs> this way! No shield! It'll be fun, I promise! God damn it! Alright, yeah. I like so, it. So, to answer your question, yes. you gotta understand, he's studying my game, he has students emulate my game, mm -hmm. and then we're at the tournament, mm -hmm. the big one. Mm -hmm. The big and then I tap out Gustavo Dantas. Mm -hmm. And then I tap out Jorge Gracie. Mm -hmm. He's freaking out. Of course. Meanwhile, I'm freaking out on him. Yeah, yeah. I was freaking out on him because I was he was the guy I was scared of the most. Yeah. Because the Abu Dhabi before, he fought at 170. Now he's at 145. Mm -hmm. And when he fought at 170, he fought Jean Jacques. Mm -hmm. And Jean Jacques fucks me up. Every time he fucks me up. And then when I saw him fight Leo Vieira, he fucked up Leo Vieira, but he didn't tap him. But it beat him like nine nothing when the points counted. Yeah. He was all over. Yeah. But man, Leo Vera was hard attacking to resilient. And I thought, like, God damn, that anybody who survives on Jock, that's a good motherfucker. Right, right. So then I hear Leo Vera is gonna come down to forty five for the next album. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, why? No, 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 that's bullshit. Why? Right? That's bullshit, right? Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. It's gonna have to play. Yeah, uh -huh. It's you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like that for himself. It's not good. Can I can someone tell him? I didn't want him. I was like, I don't want that guy. Coming down to 45, and then when he finally, when it was official, that he was in, and then he made weight, that's the guy I was worried about. Mm -hmm. So when I tapped on Holy Gracie, there's footage of me going backstage, and I'm not that happy. Yeah. Because I know I have Leo Vieira. Yes. Like, Wait a minute, this is like some Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 I won yeah. the Super Bowl, uh -huh. and now I'm going to take get a ticket. Exactly. I won the Super Bowl, I got the trophy, I beat Holy Gracie, yep. but in 45 minutes, this motherfucker's going to take all that shit. Yeah. That's all I was thinking about. Uh -huh. He was in my head the whole time. So I was terrified. Yeah. I, I, went, I lost. Before the match. I already knew. I'm like, oh my god, Leo Vera. Like, why would it yeah. be the oil? I'm like, oh my god, Leo Vera's next. Fuck! Uh, why no, couldn't it be yeah. the next day? Yeah. Why couldn't you give me, like, let me be Some the king? Time. Let yeah. me be the king for that night. A minute, yeah, yeah. That would have been the, the greatest night of my life. Yeah. But no, we they did three fights. That's on Saturday, mm -hmm. the finals were on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Now they split it up. Yeah, it's different now. Yeah, so I'm like, ugh, man. <laughs> so I enjoyed that shit for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking out. This answer your question. Yeah. I needed to give you the backstory. No, I, so I appreciate I it. No, now when I'm walking out, I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm terrified. I'm like, fuck. Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get all this shit taken away yeah. from me right now. Yeah. This guy's going to, there's a good chance that this guy's going to take away all the good shit I just yeah. did. He's gonna take it all away from me. So I'm terrified. So I'm walking out, and he's terrified of me. Unnecessarily. So he's, in, he's like sitting on the mat, and he has like, that's a good question, Ricardo. He's sitting on the mat, and he's got his, he's like, and he's like, and he's going, and he's doing like those, he's doing those Hickson. The, yeah. yeah, he's doing the Hickson where boom. And Comprito is standing over him like this in his ear, and it's loud on the light, and I'm walking out looking at them going, that is unnecessary. <laughs> you're like totally driven. I'm like, you're driven. If you knew how I felt right now, you wouldn't feel like he was like, I'm breathing. And then Coprio's going, I don't know what he said, yeah. but it was some kind of motivational, like, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. do this. 
He's a he's just a man. He's not a machine. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just a man. He's not a, he's not a superhero. Mm -hmm. You could do this. You're a man. Mm -hmm. and he, like I don't know what he's doing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's called a bossek. I said one word prep and ha. Yeah, yeah, you're I know, I know, I know prep ha. Signed by a bunch of people, and you were one of them. What? So I had this little baby geek, 
I know there's a picture of it somewhere and I couldn't find it, but I'm gonna bring the ghee at some point when the next time I see you. So I have this little baby blue ghee and I'm like eight or nine years old and I have like Kira Gracie signed it and Hodger and a couple people and you're probably the, probably the only non-Brazilian on there and you're and you signed it and you have a picture. Wow. I know. And I That's like, crazy. Isn't that cute? You never so, told me. I well, I forgot. There's a lot of things to go Oh my forward. God, you forgot. How did you forget that? That's very important. I know. I need to bring it. So last question okay. before we go because... If you guys didn't know, there's Halloween party. It's Halloween today. There's Halloween party happening today. Because we're on a limited amount of time. La two last, two mini questions. Okay. First one, what do you see as far as the future of 10th Planet and like with like, there, someone is asking a question of like, there are schools that produce top competitors. What do you see as far as like the next women and when and what's coming from Medusa? Like a lot of different questions about that. But in a making it more broad, like what do you see as a future of 10th Planet? Is there some big grand scheme or are you just having fun and seeing what happens? We're just every day working to be better. Okay. You know, what can we do to be better? Every day just... I got, I got so many 10th uh, Planet competitors all over the world. It's, it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. They're all over the place. You know, and um, there's two things going on in There's uh, Careers being built. Mm. When my black, when, when my students get black belts, you're very, pretty much guaranteed a career. Off yeah. the matrix, you're gonna make you know 20, 30, 40, 50, 60k a month auto pay. Mm. It's right now. It's like guaranteed. As long as, as long as you uh, do the work yeah. and aren't lazy, you know we got careers to build, and at the same time we're building as many champions. As well. Right. What do you mean off the matrix when you say you're you're your own boss? You're not. I you're, see. You're not working. For oh, the out of the matrix. Oh, out of the matrix. Okay. okay you're not working it. for the government. Yeah. You're your own boss. Right. Right. You right. set your own schedule. You're talking about opening a school and running a school and being uh, a tenth. Being your own boss. Got it. Got it. Got it. Being your own boss. Makes sense. That, yeah. That's what I call. It. Okay. Uh, some people would say, "Oh, that's still the matrix." Uh, if you really want to get out of the matrix, you got to live in a fucking farm. In the forest, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're a sitting duck out there. People don't realize that. Yeah. You think you're getting away? Mm -hmm. You're getting away from shit. Yeah. You don't think you're just fucking laser? Yeah. Right? Laser. Whenever they you want. Gotta, you got to hide and blend in with the, with the, in the belly of the beast. Uh -huh. You know those um, you know those uh, those fish that swim along with great whites? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. but I don't know what they're called. They're like, they're like, but they're friends. They're, 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 they I always ask people at the end the same question at the beginning of what it means to have a grip on your life. Because sometimes it changes and sometimes it doesn't. So what do you feel your life looks like when you have a grip on your life? And does it ebb and flow? Is it always kind of the same? Mm. Do you have a grip and then lose a grip and then get a grip again? Yeah. Yeah. You have a grip, you have a grip and then you lose the grip and then you get the grip again. Mm. Over and over. That's what life is. Yeah. If you never lost the grip, then you're not really living it's like being on a roller coaster that just goes up. Yeah. Like yeah. Kind of, that's a shitty roller coaster. Yeah. It gotta go down. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It would. It's gotta curve. Mm -hmm. 
then the going up feels good when you go down. Yeah, exactly. The, exactly. the, the going up only feels good when you were going down. Yeah, yeah. You're spinning, like you're it. turning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it can't be all good because if it was all good, it would be all bad. You would know it was good. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wouldn't feel good. Yeah, I think I think that's um, we gotta go through this shit. And like all the bullshit with the scandemic, like if man, so many good things happen from the scandemic. Oh man, a lot of bad things. A lot of people got fooled. New World Order fucking uh, took its hold, but a lot of good things happened. Well, it's funny you say that, things. because a question I always ask people that I, we didn't get to is, what is a dark moment in your life that brought a lot of light? And so, would you say that, that, that was a big for one sure. for you? 100%. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Like, yeah. I, it's easy to say sudden, now, because you look back, but like, in the moment, All yeah. of a sudden, yeah, the, the deep state, the Illuminati came out. Yeah. Flexed. They flexed, like, oh shit, it's happening. Mm -hmm. They closed and everything. You can't go to beaches. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was worse than Nazi shit. Mm -hmm. Especially here, huh? No, yeah, right. You couldn't go to beaches. Yeah, you couldn't go to park. They closed gyms. That's crazy. They didn't close any fast food places. Yeah. No, it was about your health. It was so easy for them to close stuff down. Yeah. All they did, like Gavin Newsom put out a tweet. They just said, the theaters and clubs closed. Yeah. Uh, parks closed. Yeah. Um, uh, dance halls with 50 or less people called, so whatever. Yeah. They just make shit up, they tweet it. <laughs> so they could have easily said, McDonald's, mm -hmm. Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr. Mm -hmm. until for the But they never even yeah, brought that up. It was never about that. It was a complete scandemic, uh, New World Order flexing. But um, we would have never closed off the front uh, sales area. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for the scandemic, and thank God we did. So it changed the whole environment. We got a piano. We got a piano in here. We would never have a piano in here if it wasn't for the scandemic. Yeah. We would never be rocking out. I put out a new album. <gasps> it's called Jar of Flies. You know what? Sorry. How Sorry. Know about it? Sorry. Weeks ago. Okay. I'm it's excited. called Jar of Flies. That's the name of the album. I'm gonna the listen band, to it. I'm the way band the airport. I'm ready. It's it's a parody comedy album. Oh no way. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, but it's called it's by a band called Hook Thieves. That's my band. Yes. Uh, that I knew. The, the album's called Jar of Flies. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, mm -hmm. whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, smoke a little doobie and put that thing on. You like it better. I don't. Have you ever smoked weed? Uh, yeah, yes. it, it does, but it doesn't. It doesn't agree with me. Okay. You yeah. Get, you get all paranoid. It, yeah, a lot of things. Bad. Like it just doesn't. Yeah. And then you have the people that are like you're just not doing it right. You have to try, and it's no, just no. It doesn't agree with me. No. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not my thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I get into enough chaos on my own no, without it. extra additional substances. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm a, I'm a clean, clean. What's it called? Uh, what are you guys rocking? Straight edge. Okay. I'm a little okay. straight edge. Yeah. And you're straight a, edge. You are Fits a jiu jitsu me. legend. Oh my god. Yeah. A legend. You uh -huh. are. Okay. You are. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on getting there. Thank you. That's so sweet. So thank you. Thank you. Man, Eddie, thank you so much. I know we're gonna get you to your Halloween party, but I really appreciate being on today. It was so much fun to hear all about your uh, middle you. school girlfriends. That, <laughs> I think that's really mainly what we covered today. And I didn't know we had so much synergy with our shared experience of being bullied out of our school in sixth grade. I'm yes. gonna have to tell you that story sometime for yes. sure. 
So um, I'm gonna put, we didn't even get to all of Eddie's amazing accomplishments, and I knew he wouldn't want to talk about that, but I'm gonna put it all in the, the show notes. I'll link your album in there as well, so you guys will see that. Anywhere else you want people to find you or anything else we should be linking to direct people to? 10thplanetjj.com. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Awesome. All right, guys. I'll catch you in the new episode. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Uh, what else do you do? You review, you rate. It goes on everything. So whatever you can do on the platform you're watching, you can do that. If you enjoyed the show, share it with someone who got value from it. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.